Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and that was the uh, recruiting notes by Danny. That is, more prospects lining up to visit Arkansas. And then it was followed up with a story about the top 247 running back, Cedric Baxter, Jr. And the story was the next few visits will be important. And uh, from Orlando, Florida, and I realize you can't read much often into what the comments are about respective schools because they all seem to say, you know, the same thing. Had a wonderful time or uh, I love the coaching staff. I love such Mm -hmm. and such. But in this case, he specifically singled out Coach Sam Pittman. And I'm just wondering where did the relationship begin between Cedric Baxter and Coach Pittman that he would make that statement that he loves Coach Pittman? It takes five minutes. It takes five minutes to be around Sam Pittman, and you feel like you've known him your whole life. And, you know, it's interesting that you asked that. I was going back and looking at some of my old videos just to kind of see what's changed slowly over the years. And uh, I was watching the Sam Pittman introductory press conference, my walk-and talk that I did after that. And I was just kind of saying the same things, you know, just obviously questioning head coaching experience, but also knowing from my meetings with Sam Pittman that the players would run through a wall for him and, you know, that you feel like you know the guy. And that's not just me saying that. Other people have said that. I I remember I had a buddy who went to a recruiting dinner one time, uh, not a a dinner, but, you know, when they would have the the ceremonies and, you know, they do one in Little Rock, they do one in Fayetteville. And he was just talking about how awesome Coach Pittman was just like, just started, you know, basically right out of the gate, started talking about his wife and, you know, just, I don't know, just he has something about him that makes you feel like you know him forever. And that's that's probably what Cedric Baxter Jr. is feeling. He looks like a dandy. And uh, certainly the comments that he made about yeah. Coach Pittman, uh, even though he has yet to set his five officials, you almost get the feeling reading that story that you got to believe Arkansas might get one of those five official visits for Mr. Baxter. Might get one of them. It's going to be a tough get. I mean, we're talking about the number 26-ranked prospect in the country out of Orlando, Florida. Um, now, having said that, Arkansas had never gone into the state of Florida and gotten you know recruits that every school there uh, offered until they got Denver Kirkland and Alex Collins. And, and Sam Pittman obviously played a big role in getting uh, Denver Kirkland and uh, same way with Jalen Merrick. Jalen Merrick didn't have the same career at Arkansas, but he was offered by all the Florida schools, big-time recruit. So you never count Sam Pittman out. This would be a tough get, though. I mean, coming all the way from Orlando, you pass a lot of a lot of strong SEC schools on your way to Arkansas uh, from there. So we'll see how it plays out. But um, it's always good to be mentioned. I mean, we see the guys that are coming in, and you see a lot of four-stars, not just – 2022 but or 2023 but 24 25 also 
And, you know, just kind of like we were saying yesterday, Randy, you get enough of those guys to visit and you're going to get some. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they're bringing in a high number of players, you know, on that elite level uh, is a really good sign. And obviously we know they're already off to a really good start. I mean, they're number three nationally. That's hard to do much better than that. Trey, how much momentum is football feeling from the success that Arkansas basketball is enjoying right now? I mean, I would I would think uh, the on on the basis of football, how it may have helped basketball recruiting, how basketball recruiting has to be helped again by by football, and then you turn around and. Uh, is is basketball recruiting and the success basketball? You wonder how much that could be helping Dave Van Horn in the baseball program. Of course, you could argue with Dave; that's, mm-hmm. he's had success both in good and bad times with um, uh, whether it be the football or the basketball programs. But are you feeling any momentum that's being carried over right now by this Sweet 16 run uh, mm-hmm. to this point by the Arkansas basketball team? I think success and and sports helps universities period just with the general student population i don't know i I think maybe there was one basketball game when they brought recruits in i I don't think it worked out where they were able to have um, the recruiting weekends due to the dead period uh, jive up just perfectly with some of those big home games that they were having but um, i think it's it absolutely plays a role i mean these guys play football they're obviously into sports they're watching they know who's in the in the sweet 16 so um I've made the statement before that the way the Razorbacks played in 95, um, that first year they had, you know, their first good season in the SEC, you know, that opened my eyes. I remember going to a lot of games that year, and, um, you know, I, just, I remember coming up for a weekend and thinking, yeah, this is this is where I want to go. Came to, you know, a Razorback football game. I was like, this is where I'm going to school. You know, I, I was always a Hog fan growing up, but I was, you know, wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do. But uh, ended up being the only place I – applied to so um you know so i I think it i think it absolutely is going to play a role if your athletic teams are having success um you know people want to people want the college atmosphere and or the college experience and that's you know that's part of it when you're when you're going to programs that are in the sec so um generally about the only way i can answer that randy generally i'd have to assume that yeah it's it's um it's good to be in the headlines for, for good reasons, anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of things that uh, are now kind of, I guess you can say, in the aftermath of not only the firings or, in this case, uh, the previous head coach leaving, and that is Mike White leaving Florida and going to uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, decommitting from Florida another five-star, Malik Renault, uh, he is a postman, and it makes me wonder, obviously. Uh, he played at Monteverde uh, Academy down in Florida, number 21 in the ESPN 100, number five center in the class of uh, 2022. So it makes you wonder if this could be another uh, young man uh, that Arkansas will target, and the reason – that you got to believe that is because the dust hasn't yet settled. We don't know about uh, it is a different position, but you're talking about Anthony Black, who will be making his announcement on Monday. 
and then the old transfer portal, uh, Colgate, and I can't remember this young man from last year, but that didn't take anything away from him uh, when Arkansas played Colgate last year in the first round of the NCAA tournament. But Nellie Cummins, he, uh, he will be a grad transfer, averaged 14.7, three rebounds, three assists, and um, he has already been contacted. I swear somebody sits by the uh, computer <laughs> on refresh. Arkansas. Yeah. yeah, waiting for it to refresh. Clemson, Arkansas, Pittsburgh, Oklahoma, Florida, Minnesota, Georgia Tech, Stanford, VCU, Temple, North Carolina State, Wichita State, Washington, Utah, South Florida, Wisconsin, Vanderbilt, and Duquesne, along with Xavier. Now, Xavier is still alive uh, in the NIT. The rest of the field, uh, TCU, uh, no, they went among the schools. I'm making that VCU, not TCU. Um, But all the other schools have been eliminated. Uh, Wisconsin has been eliminated. Vanderbilt last night by Xavier in the NIT. I don't know if that may if that means anything, Trey, to these recruits to see that Arkansas, kind of like it is among the SEC schools, is the only one still standing. I know if that makes a difference to these kids when they see hmm, Arkansas's in the Sweet 16, and if they beat uh, Gonzaga, they'll be in the Elite Eight again. But um, another player that Eric Musselman and company are taking a look at. For next year yeah i don't know where he is on the priority list or i don't know if arkansas really knows but it's transfer season again you know it's this time for basketball now that you know so many teams seasons are done you, you're seeing players pop in the transfer portal we already have a top 10 uh, transfers that are in there and, and all those guys are going to get pushed down because uh, they'll they'll continue to be more so um i don't know where he is right now on, on arkansas's pecking order but they have reached out to him there's no question that having success you know if arkansas is in the nit and you're three here then obviously it's not it's not a hot place that recruits Mm -hmm. are are looking at Um, but it's year three arkansas is in the sweet 16 for back-to-back years only one of a handful of teams that have that have done that i mean you can see the success that that this program is having on the court and in recruiting uh, and in the transfer portal I did a radio show in Alabama today, and they were asking me if Musselman was worth the $4 million. And I'm just like, well, look what he's done so far. I mean, he's built teams so many different ways, um, you know, with the current roster, with the transfer portal a couple of times. And next year will be, you know, primarily through the high school ranks with the number two ranked recruiting class in the country. And he's also done it with different teams. I mean, look what he lost from last year. You lost a first rounder. I mean, you lost Justin Smith, Jalen Tate. I mean, you lost some key players off that team and you assemble another team and it takes a minute to figure it out. But once you do, you start rolling and you go 17 and three. I mean, uh, what he's done, I think is, is just remarkable. And I think that anybody would have to take notice of it. And it's, it's evident you know, in their preparation and in their recruiting. I mean, every time somebody's, you know, in the portal, if they're worth a darn, then Arkansas's hit them up. We've seen that the last three years. You know, Arkansas has been one of the first to reach out for just about everybody. So, yeah, I I would imagine they probably got somebody just staring at a screen uh, in a basement somewhere hitting refresh uh, on the transfer portal. 
<laughs> well, I, I would think the other thing with a grad transfer, most of those guys, uh, I mean, they want whatever's going to happen instantly. I mean, they can't wait around, sit on the bench, wait for their time. It's got to be now. I would mm-hmm. think with the success that Arkansas has had with the grad transfer route, uh, you got Amude, who is a grad transfer this year, Trey Wade, and Chris Likes. Now, Likes may not be playing as many minutes as he did back in December, maybe even early January. Trey Wade will play as long as the matchups are favorable towards Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We've seen where he's logged a bunch of minutes in a game. We've seen where he only played a few, but he has been starting. But I would think the success that Musselman has shown in developing in that shorter period of time and the success he's had with his grant, grad transfers, I think, but again, way heavily with a young man like Nellie Cummins, if yeah. there is the same kind of interest from Arkansas in that regard. Yeah, and you didn't even mention Audis Tony or, you know, Jackson Robinson, who's Jimmy Witt. Uh, you know, played a lot earlier. Yeah, Jimmy Witt from a couple years ago. Absolutely. Uh, the, he's done a good job of assembling teams, and I think also these guys have kind of tried to had to redefine themselves a little bit throughout the season. Obviously, Chris likes his role has changed from where it was at the beginning of the season. Tony's role changed. Tony was Tony was putting up some decent points and uh, and pulling down a lot of rebounds, and he's kind of changed to a guy that's impact doesn't show up as much on the stat sheet. Um, you know, all these guys have slowly just kind of, okay, this is where I fit. You know, Stanley Amude's a guy that was average, what was he, 21 and a half points a game at South Dakota? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously his role has changed quite a bit at Arkansas, and he's playing a lot tougher competition. But uh, Musselman has shown that he can, if he gets the pieces, he can he can figure out a way to get them winning. And this, this year's team isn't maybe as pretty the way they win, but they win. And that's... That's what matters more than anything. I think next year's roster in basketball is going to be extremely fascinating because, you know, you, as you mentioned, you got the five freshmen that will be coming in and then mm-hmm. combine that with whatever holdovers that there will be from the current roster, and then you combine that with the transfer portal, uh, transfers, whatever it may be. I mean, this is this – is, uh, it will be a very interesting – roster to say the least uh for next be year. interesting to see how it shakes out randy i mean what what kind of business they do in the transfer portal um if, are there any more additions from the high school you know they say that young teams don't make the final four anymore it's just old teams now because of, with the transfer stuff so um we'll see it, it'll definitely be a much younger team and you know hopefully i think you'll have jalen williams come back uh, jd notes most likely gone I've heard that, you know, Tony could possibly come back. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. I mean, you get a key, key, few key places, a uh, few key pieces returning for this team, you know, that have that experience, that have been, you know, have made a run uh, in the NCAA tournament and know what it really takes to win and mix it in with some young guys, and you could, you could really have something special by this time next year. I'll be a nice nucleus of Jalen Williams and uh, Devontae Davis. Yeah, Devo. Yeah, though in uh, D.C. Tony, and yeah, you've got uh, a nice nucleus there to build about, build around. I have asked you this, or, well, actually we've talked about it before, but uh, it was announced today, back to this NIL business, but the latest to jump into the collective business, if you will, Penn State. 
And that now brings 29 programs who are now in the collective business. Mm -hmm. And we know what the collectives can possibly potentially be worth because it was a collective uh, that got the $8 million deal for the high school player who we believe has to be a quarterback but hadn't been revealed and may not may not ever know but I think we eventually will find out who that is but uh, I know we've talked about this foundation that's been established uh, there in Fayetteville but I don't think it's anything to the level of a collective Trey are you hearing anything about Arkansas trying to maybe and I realize the university can't and when I say Arkansas I'm talking about supporters of Arkansas because the university can't get involved like that. Mm-hmm. But are you hearing anything about um, individuals wanting to form a collective on behalf of Arkansas? I haven't yet. That doesn't mean it's not happening. Uh, I know of the, the two charity organizations, but I have not heard anything yet on a collective, so to speak. Well, it's, it's the way. It's the way it's, it's – uh, looks to be the future and I think the part that makes the uh, advisory board impressive you think this will get some doors to open up uh, on behalf of Penn State LeVar Arrington Todd Blackledge and Michael Robinson are on the advisory board could you imagine if you had Darren McFadden and Mm. Felix Jones and you know Dan Hampton, did you just throw another name out there? What are they? What are they giving them money for? Uh, the way that this collective, it's going to be through basically an internship, is how they are phrasing it. For instance, <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous how many ways we're trying to work around to just pay yeah. these guys. Yeah. I mean, we're coming up with charities and we're getting collectives together to pay for somebody to be an intern. So they can give them money. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Just, I mean, we might as well just start paying them. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Okay, I'll, I'll read you one line from this. Yeah, this, he's this, going to be an intern. Okay. Yeah, this is from um, Jason Belzer, CEO of Student Student Athlete NIL. That is the company managing Penn State's collective. Quote. If you are a pizza shop and you want to sign five student athletes who want to do an appearance, come to us online or to the brick-and-mortar office. We have the deliverables. Hmm. A pizza shop. Yeah. Okay. I want five. I want five off the football team. I want five off the So what? They're going to pay the pizza shop? They're going to give the pizza shop money, and the pizza shop's going to give that money to the athletes? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what's happening? <laughs> it's coming from the uh, tomato factory. The tomato mm. factory is the underwriting on this. That um, they provide the, the tomato paste for the pizza, and that gets the athletes paid. I don't know. I'm only kidding. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just wondered if Arkansas was. I mean, uh, it, at least the charity deals. Like you have to give what, like seventy-five yeah. percent. Has to go to the chair, the actual charity. You know, 
I mean, is that it? Plus the athlete to be a five hundred one C three, I believe is what it's called. You have to. There, I mean, they're supposed to. It's monitored. If you yes. don't, then you have to pay taxes on all of the money, which you don't want to do, obviously. So you have to, you have to follow the guidelines on that. Well, the guidelines are twenty percent uh, is the most you can pay for administrative things. That's the guideline, but that's kind of disguised sometimes too. But at least with the nonprofits, if they do it right. The athlete is going to be involved in community service exactly. for getting paid. And I think that that's at least the good part of that. But that's what's going on with Texas offensive linemen, isn't it? Similar thing? I, I don't know. I don't that's, know if they're getting involved in the community or not. That's what they, they have some kind of setup. But I know that J.D. Note is out doing work. Yeah. Because I've right. seen him. I've seen him at events. Yeah. I've seen him speaking yeah. and, and doing those things. So. All right, Trey. We will talk with you tomorrow. That's TradeMediaVogSports.com. Bye, guys. Being brought to you by Asher Records.